right, fact check this, episode 19. I really should put together like a blooper reel of the multiple times I try to start and totally fail. Like I'll sneeze or I'll cough or I'll uh, do something totally stupid and have to just reset over and over again. It's so much fun. <laughs> I guess that's the uh, learning experience of doing a podcast and that sort of thing. Uh, so I would flatter myself by saying that today is the day I'm going to get removed from YouTube and Facebook and everything. But since there's only like 12 people that listen to or pay attention to uh, my little show, that's probably not going to happen. I, I feel like I'm the uh, the Scarlet Witch uh, Thanos meme. Like, <laughs> You're going to delete me. And Thanos is Facebook saying, I don't even know who you are. But whatever, because I'm going to hit on COVID again today. Uh, all the time, COVID. All the time, COVID. Oh, man. So I, I did an episode last week, I believe it was, where I said that the vaccines aren't going to work. And if you've been paying attention to any of the news that's been coming out this week, you've been seeing all kinds of just fucking insane stuff coming out about these vaccines and everything. Uh, apparently there were four people who got the vaccine and developed Bell's palsy from it. You know, I'd, I'd like to not have my face droop. Uh, there's also a, somebody who had, uh, who had been test, who had had the vaccine tested on them in India. I believe it was that now the vaccine company is suing that person for 13 and a half million dollars. Uh, for defamation because the person reported that they were having severe side effects and uh, negative results because of the the vaccine. Uh, there's all kinds of other stuff out there that, that there are uh, basically waivers in place for these uh, pharmaceutical companies that will not allow you to sue them or hold them liable for any of the side effects or consequences of these vaccines. Like, so, so what they're basically saying is they steamrolled all of this shit through to try to force people to get this vaccine. Because if we're being totally, totally honest, like they are going to try everything they can to force you to get the vaccine. And then they're not going to hold anybody accountable for any of the negative effects of rushing something through in six months that normally this stuff takes years of uh, trials and and research and everything else to, to get approved. And, and don't get me wrong, like there are a lot of things about the way that the government regulates the pharmaceutical industry that I dislike. I do believe that there are a lot of things out there uh, that are being done that are good things that are being done by some of these pharmaceutical companies or, or maybe if not the pharmaceutical companies by researchers and scientists who really do want to help people. And I sincerely believe that there are a lot of things out there that are being done good and that are being done the right way. And they're not allowed to get that stuff to the market because of all of the government regulation and everything. But then we come to this, the COVID vaccine, and they are going to just bull rush it through and steamroll all uh, 
regulation and procedure and everything just to make sure that they get it out as fast as possible for a virus that has a 99.97% survival rate. (laughs) It is, it is insane. It is insane. And on top of that, like things are getting progressively worse. We're seeing all these states trying to go back into lockdown mode. I think, uh, I think this week or maybe it was last week, there were another like 860 or 890 something thousand uh, unemployment application, like new unemployment applications where states are starting to lock down again and putting people out of work again. After none of that worked the first time around, they're going to do it again after all of the evidence shows that it doesn't actually fucking work. If anything, it makes things worse. It puts people in social isolation. It removes people's ability to to pay their bills. It takes away the thing that gives people meaning. And none of it has any negative effect on the big corporations or the big businesses. They are all in the pocket and in bed with the government. And so all of the ones who could afford to actually have six months of not being open and could afford to uh, weather these lockdowns and shutdowns, they're not even being affected by it at all. They're allowed to do business and to do whatever the fuck they want while the government shutters small businesses and literally kills people. They're literally killing people with this bullshit lockdowns and regulations. And, And you see people asking for more. I've lost some friends this week. Not lost friends. I'd they probably don't realize that I'm sure they had me blocked anyway, so they don't realize that uh, they're not seeing my posts anymore. And I I have removed people from my uh, friends list on on some social medias because like if you are actively willing to report small businesses for not wearing masks, like these people are just trying to make a fucking living, and you're gonna report them for that? Like fuck you, fuck everything about you. That is bullshit. We should be ashamed. If you are one of those people, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Like, you are, oh God, it pisses me off so much. And everything about this, I I had intended to just talk about like COVID and the vaccines, but I'm going to go total off the rails and this is going to be an R-rated uh, <laughs> podcast today. So if you uh, have a problem with uh, strong language, you should probably ignore this entirely. And I may have to go back and put a disclaimer at the beginning of this for for that. But good God, like if you're one of those people that thinks that everybody should have to wear a mask and that these businesses should have to be shut down and that all of this stuff should be mandated by the government, go fuck yourself. Like that is absolute bullshit. There is no way that the government should be allowed to tell people that you can't make a living, that you have to sit at home and fucking starve and die because we don't want you to go out, that you can't look at the science for yourself. And uh, let's talk about the science because the science, the real actual true science, not what these jackass scientists that work for the government and are being paid by the government to do what the government fucking tells them to do. No, not those people. The actual scientific evidence that has been collected and looked at over the last 10 months, it says that these masks do not fucking work. They do not work. Every time mask mandates have been implemented, nothing changed. They don't work. They create a, they create a warm, damp area around your mouth, around your mouth and nose that is prime for disease 
to live. And they're making us wear these things like it's going to help anything. None of these masks that we wear, they're not designed to catch, you know, microscopic viral sized particulates or uh, uh, particles. They are designed for large particulates. They're like dust masks. They're like, if you look at it microscopically, the difference between a paint particle in the air or a dust particle in the air and a virus in the air. These masks are not doing a fucking thing other than letting that stuff in. And it's already creating an environment inside of that mask where it's warm and it's damp and this stuff can live and thrive. And the way that we wear the mask isn't right anyway. I'm as guilty of it as anybody. Number one, I'm as guilty of it as anybody because I already know that the masks don't do a fucking thing anyway, so it's not like it matters. But the way we carry the masks around, putting them in our pockets, putting it in a purse, like taking it out, putting it on, taking it off, putting it back, like none of it works. It's it's not effective in any way. And there's going to be a really good episode of the Pedal Infection podcast coming out on Monday where uh, Johnny is going to do an interview with a guy. His name is uh, Alan Stevo, and he has written a book all about the masks and how just totally and completely useless they are. It was a Amazon bestseller. Um, I believe the week it came out and, and it's still pretty, pretty high on up there, but none of this stuff, none of this stuff actually works. And, and they want to keep pushing it like it does. The, the, the world health organization itself has said that the lockdowns do more harm than good. Clearly, if you look at the numbers, all the places that were most severely locked down, Nothing changed. Like nothing got better. It didn't do anything. There's even some. Uh, there's even some research that's been done, and there's another a number of different podcasts that have had doctors on. They're talking about it that the that the lockdowns and everything have actually encouraged and created mutations of the virus. Where if we had all gone out and we had all just gotten it over with and gotten sick and moved on with life, instead of trying to flatten the curve and slow the spread and all this bullshit. If we'd all just gone out, done life as usual, and let it run its course, it would have mostly run its course and we could be on the downhill side of it. But instead, we've continued to stretch out these lockdowns and stretch out this flatten the curve and and slow the spread and everything. And it's given the virus time to adapt and to mutate and to change. And so now instead of having the one virus that you know, the way it was in the in the beginning, now it's become a number of variations. And and a good thing about a virus of this nature is as it does change and, and as it creates these variations and these mutations, all of the, the mutations tend to be even less lethal than the original virus. So we're ignoring all of the science and all of the actual factual evidence that's out there. And instead, we're just going to push forward with these draconian bullshit tyrannical measures to basically invade our personal freedoms and liberties and give up everything that we have to the government because they said so because they know better than we do that is absolute complete and total bullshit you should be allowed to make the decisions you want to make for your life and to live your life the way you want there's risk involved in literally everything we do I've fallen down my steps a couple times. I'm an idiot. There's a risk for me walking up and down my steps. 
I still choose to take that risk because you know what? I would rather go outside and do something than live in my fucking basement for the rest of my life just because there's a risk I might fall down the steps. Everything in life has risk associated. You have to determine what level of risk you're comfortable with and move forward with that. And I don't really think I want to talk a whole lot more about COVID. I got pretty heated on that and uh, I got a little carried away. But man, it's just, I can't see how anybody who actually claims to be in favor of people having more freedom or liberty or anything, like, unless you are just an outright communist, want to, I mean, it's total fascism. That's what it is. It is fascism. How can you support, like, if you're on the left, how could you support groups like Antifa or anything like that that are against this exact fucking thing and then support lockdowns and mass mandates. It it's a there's a logical disconnect that I, I just I don't understand how you can make that leap. And at the exact same time the Republican Party claims to be for individual liberty and less government and yada, yada, yada. How could you support any of this shit if you actually believe in conservative values and ideals? Like, neither side should be able to have any logical support for any of this tyrannical bullshit. And yet there are people on both sides of the aisle who absolutely support it and want mandatory vaccines and want mandatory mask mandates and want everything to be shut down. And I'm going to say it one more time, and then I'm moving on from the topic entirely. Fuck every one of you. That is bullshit, and I don't give a shit. Yes, I, I don't care if you get COVID or not. That's horrible to say, but you cannot impose your will on other people because you want, like, you are guaranteed by the Constitution, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and nowhere in that does it say safety or any any of the shit that the that these truly fascist dictatorial governors and politicians are trying to do people are going to lose their lives at a much higher rate because of the lockdowns because of the mandates because of the restrictions than the than COVID, a disease with a 99.97% survival rate. I think it might even be higher than that now. Fucking bullshit. Moving on to a more fun and interesting topic, which will probably also get me banned if more than 10 people start listening to this. Uh, There are all kinds of fun election things going on right now. Uh, So... The state of Texas, their attorney general, I can't remember who it was, secretary of state, it was somebody. Um, anyway, they, they've got the uh, the case filed with the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court. It's not going through any uh, state Supreme Courts. It's uh, It gets to go straight to the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, they are challenging uh, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania on the uh, 
the way that the election was conducted. And this could be very interesting. It's it's kind of funny to see all of this playing out in the news because literally for months, everybody, at least everybody on the uh, Libertarian podcast circuit was talking about how ultimately this election was going to come down to a whole bunch of court cases and could ultimately be, be decided by the Supreme Court. But now there's so much surprise and uh, like everybody acts like this wasn't something that hadn't been seen coming for months and months. <laughs> but so uh, as it's kind of progresses forward, a bunch of other states have joined in with Texas on uh, that side of it, uh, supporting Texas in their challenging of those states and the way that they conducted the, the election and everything. And whether or not anything will actually come of it, uh, it it's going to be interesting to watch going forward. I'm not sure that the Supreme Court would invalidate election results from four states and change it. But then at the same time, because the conservative judges do have a majority now, uh, and John Roberts is not a conservative judge. I've talked about that before. Like he's in, in, in there is no case that's actually <laughs> meaningful where he's uh, ruled in a conservative fashion. But with Amy Coney Barrett, uh, there is a legitimate uh, majority in the Supreme Court for the conservative judges. And, and with that being said, the ones who do tend to vote and lean towards the conservative uh, views on things, they are also constitutionalists and more purists. So instead of being, uh, oh, like like Ruth Bader Ginsburg was, uh, like it's not your interpretation of it. It is it is what it is, and that's what the the purists stand for. And the conservative judges are very much purists. So there is a possibility that they could look at what Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin did and say, yeah, that's absolutely unconstitutional. It's not, it doesn't fit with the way that this stuff was supposed to be done. So we're going to either uh, invalidate it or something's got to be changed. Something's got to be redone. There is the chance. I don't think it's a a real high chance that it's going to change anything significantly. And even if it did, who are we kidding? Like uh, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican in office, I, Trump has Trump has shown time and time and time and time again during this presidency that he doesn't actually know what he's doing. He didn't have a good plan. He's not playing 40 chess. Uh, a, He's a lot of bluster and he's a giant FU to the system. But as far as actually governing and, and legislating and getting things accomplished, he kind of fucking sucks. And Republicans have shown over and over again that they don't actually know what to do with power once they get power. So it's not like that matters either. I mean, Republicans are so worried about not being radical and pissing people off and trying to be politically correct that like 
the game has changed and they haven't figured out how to play the the new game. The left is great at it. They've like they know how to radicalize everything and whenever they do get power, they know how to throw that power around and make things happen. And it's all terrible shit, but they know what they're doing with it. Like they are ruthless. The Democrats politic the way politics ought to be politic. While the Republicans are acting like it's uh uh they they want to have a little more of a political correctness and uh you know Robert's rule Robert's rules and like they they want to be they want to do it the right way instead of doing it the power hungry uh our way or the highway way which is it's a fucking shame if you're going to be in politics you got to know how to play the game right <laughs> and like yeah it's one of the things. It's another one of the smaller things, but one of the things that uh, that kind of turned me off to the the Republican Party. Like I would rather be a member of the Libertarian Party and never have any chance at power than be a member of the Republican Party, where every time they get power, they fumble it out of the back of the end zone and end up actually costing themselves two points. You know, like whew, Republicans fucking suck. So do Democrats. They all suck. But Something that that may come out of all of this, because I don't think that the, the Supreme Court thing is going to actually change the election results or what they're calling the election results, despite all of the just blatantly apparent fraud that's been involved with it. I do think something else that's coming out of Texas could be the actual way forward and there is legislation being put forward within the state of texas to become an independent for texas to uh secede and become its own independent nation again uh, because if anybody that wasn't aware that was the case at one time um that's why they're the lone star state they still consider themselves a sovereign nation <laughs> they just they're just hanging around with us to, uh because we're drinking buddies and they, they, they don't actually want us. There's a, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of state pride involved with Texans, uh, that you really haven't seen since, uh, like post civil war pre world war two era. Like the, the state pride thing is kind of, it's kind of faded away to an extent, uh, and it's become more of a nationalism than a statism. And, and maybe this is when that starts to come back into popularity and the uh, states start to decide it's time to break away and do our own thing. So if, if all of this plays out and Texas does actually decide to secede, that could open the floodgates for a lot of changes to be made. And it's changes that I've talked about uh, repeatedly that like, I, I don't think I don't think regardless of how this election turns out when it's all said and done and officially tabulated tabulated I don't think this nation survives another 10 20 years I I'd be surprised if it survives another five uh, and I really hope that it doesn't I hope that the whole thing breaks up very soon and I've talked about that more than I probably should and I sound like a quack but uh, like it's time for this experiment to end. Uh, 
that's all I really got. I kind of petered out on that pretty quick. <laughs> uh, for the podcast, though, uh, I'll be doing an interview with a buddy of mine from the Peddling Fiction uh, private Facebook group. His name is Corey Durst. Uh, Corey has some interesting takes on uh, all kinds of stuff. So I'm not going to spoil any of it. I'll wait. I'm going to interview him on Sunday, and then I'll drop that on Monday. And I'm probably going to be pretty light on content next week unless I can talk somebody else into doing an interview because we're going to be traveling for the holidays. Uh, my wife and I are both off, and we haven't gotten to spend a lot of time with my parents this year because of all the craziness with everything. So we're going to go spend some time with my parents, and I'm going to do some hunting, and I'm going to try to kind of uh, detach from the political theater and, and everything for for a week or so and uh, just enjoy time with my family. So going to be pretty light on content next week, but I'll be back the following week with more stuff, hopefully more interviews and hopefully more to report on with the Supreme court stuff. And uh, maybe Texas will go ahead and secede and then we can really start having fun. All right. So that's all I got. Hope you have a good weekend. Hope you have a good week next week and I will catch you later.